to another episode of E2E. Uh, today we're in Prague, actually, in the National Square. Um, this is a different episode than we normally do. Um, Aiden and I were sitting here and, and talking with each other, and we were like, you know what? It's time for another episode. So, uh, hello, Aiden. Uh, yeah, hi. We're quite literally in city center, surrounded by tourists, kids jumping through little fountains, a footlocker, we're waiting on a couple friends, and I don't really know what's going on, but it's good to see everyone, or good to be heard by everyone. So today, um, I thought that it'd be a great idea to just take a moment and reflect on why exactly are we are in the Czech Republic. So Aiden, tell us, why are we in the Czech Republic today? Okay, well... Other than the fact that the plane dropped us off, I would say it has something to do with um, a son of a carpenter who around maybe 32 to 37 BC, uh, AD rose from the dead and is now given so many people new life and hope forever. And that is, of course, Jesus in a right relationship with the Lord. So... How has serving Jesus in particular brought us from wonderful sunny Arizona to this beautiful cloudy day here in Prague? Why, why are we here geographically? That is a puzzling question. And as we sat through uh, training for this mission trip, I had some time to just reflect on that a little bit thinking, wow, this is now the second year we've done this. This is the third, maybe fourth trip, depending on how you view it, of our church coming to the Czech Republic. We sponsor missionaries here, and I I see just the hand of God in us specifically being here. Jesus says to go and make disciples of all nations, and it's translated from the Greek as like, as you are going, as in like, as you are kind of living the life that God has made us to do as you're going about your life. And I guess for our church, it kind of has led to a connection with the Czech Republic. The reality is this nation in itself is very spiritually needy. Um, the stats are around less than 1% are Christians. Um, a lot of that has to do with the uh, rise and fall of communism in this nation, um, but also just the reality of Czechs as very critical thinkers. And um, in many ways, they've just rejected religion as a whole and many stick to like an agnostic worldview. Um, but those are my opening remarks, I guess. But if you have more to say to that, David, um, my thought process is just, there is a need for people to have hope here. And we're here serving now the local church as God is already doing a work, has been doing a work. There's a very rich history of people following Jesus in this country, right where we are today. So to help kind of demystify things here for our listeners, Aiden and I are here today in the Czech Republic. Yes, because of the carpenter, because of Jesus, and because of our love for him. But more specifically, we are here on mission with Josiah Venture. We've just wrapped up a two-week-long mission trip here, um, partnering with the local church in Chesky Tessin, which is in the, uh, what would you say, uh, south south side of of yeah by by poland in in the czech republic um silesia yes 
So um, we've been ministering and running an English camp and sharing the gospel with students here um, for the past two weeks. And we are really here because there is a need. Um, the, the population is just very atheist agnostic. There is just so little knowledge of who Jesus is and um, just why he, why he came, why he changed our lives. Um, so how specifically, Aiden, were, were we ministering for the last two weeks? What, what goes into that? What is Josiah Venture? What is our mission? Talk about that. Well, it's Josiah Venture's official mission statement is something along the lines of a movement of God among the youth in Central and Eastern Europe that finds its home in the local church and transforms society. And what we've heard from them is like there is purpose behind every part of that. Obviously, Central and Eastern Europe is the location of where we are. A lot of the place behind that was previously behind the Iron Curtain, a lot of communist influence, which is now gone. Um, and it's a movement of God because the God is the one who is bringing people to himself. Like the gospel, the beauty of the gospel is that we do no part in our salvation apart from Jesus and his sacrifice. We are helpless and our good works will never be good enough um, to meet God's standard. Right. Um, and with that, God is who has changed our hearts is at work in everyone's heart who comes to know him and he wants all to come to know him. Uh, so, what we are coming to join is not something we're starting, but something that's already been happening long before we're born. Um, we could easily hijack this episode into like church history of Czech Republic, but I think we'll probably stay away from it because we're merely students. And I think there's a lot better resources out there. Um, you could certainly send us an email fbcaz.org. If you want to hear more about Czech church history and we can maybe find some sources for you anyway. Um, but among the youth, um, in areas like the Czech Republic especially, a lot of awakenings, revivals, big events, even not related to Christianity or religion, have been led by youth. And when you look at the Bible, um, many people in Josiah Venture are just impacted and see Jesus' uh, ministry model as like using young people um, and just equipping and empowering them like as very influential leaders. The reality is whatever age you're at, you can be impactful for Christ. But um, Josiah Venture has chosen to kind of stick with the youth because in these nations, they are the first typically growing up without communism influence. They are ready for what this world has. And the sad thing is that leaves us empty and broken. Um, so in finding its home in the local church, um, the Bible makes it clear the church is the bride of Christ. And... Like there is a reason that we have communities of believers together. Like we need each other to live. God has made us for a relationship. Um, that's even something we talked about at camp. It's just the need for relationship. Um, and we don't want to come here for two weeks, uh, tell people about Christ, give people the hope of a right relationship with God, of knowing who they are, knowing why they're here, answering the big questions, and then leave back home for <laughs> the rest of the year, right? When there are people here who are already following Jesus, who are already part of that movement of God, that also need to be equipped and empowered. Um, so working alongside the local church, I think in, in any mission is, is huge because there needs to be a home, a community of people. Because um, God works through people. Like we are messengers of hope when we come to know Christ. Like he says, I am sending you. It's not a building. It's not 
some sort of mystical chemical formula. Like God uses people to advance his kingdom. And we must be aware of that. And wherever we're at, the movement of God should find its home in the local church. And it's going to transform society. Simple as that. Uh, I don't know if that totally answered your question. Maybe something you might want to add is like, why is it called Josiah Venture? Um, if we're just kind of talking about this for a second, I think a lot of their name and their mission statement, it's tied back directly to scripture. Um, and I think it's really cool, really beautiful. So if you want to speak to Josiah Venture, or if you had something else to say, we're kind of freestyling this one. So take it away. <laughs> yeah. So um, to kind of add to this, I, I did ask a very, very big question. Um, but Josiah Venture is called Josiah Venture because their aim is to raise up young Josiahs in, in, the, in the community, in the church. And in the Bible, King Josiah was the first of his generation to, to follow God. And he started a movement um, at a very young age in his nation um, of turning back to God, rediscovering the law, making huge reforms. And it all started with one young ruler. Um, and so Josiah Venture aims to do the same thing. And so our part in all of this has been to come with Josiah Venture and um, work with the local church, again, in Jeski Tashin, to, um, to run an English camp. So um, through the church, they set up a, a camp where students could come and sign up to learn English from Americans and we get the unique privilege of teaching them conversational English. So they learn English in schools, but they don't really get the opportunity to talk much in English. So they get to learn conversational English. And then we get to share the gospel with them um, and just have time to ask questions and to, to learn life with them and then eventually point them back to the local church. So um, we've been doing this again for the past two weeks now. And it has been a wild ride. And so I think now that we've kind of outlined what our mission is and why we're, why our mission is, and also you can hear more about this on our missions mindset podcast. But, um, I think now as we're kind of unwinding from this trip, sitting here in Prague, um, I wanted to ask Aiden, what's been the most impactful thing from this last week or last two weeks? Very, very good question. Um, the reason, and to lead into that, the reason why Josiah Venture likes to have teams from America or English-speaking countries, in addition to speaking English at the camps, because it is hence an English camp, um, it's the intentionality in which we come. Like, the relationships we develop over two weeks become very deep very quickly. Um, and part of that is just the nature of, like, American Christians uh, and just Americans in general like we are just I don't know how to say it. it just complements Czech culture well in that like we're here and maybe a little more direct whereas Czechs are a little more reserved and uh, they contemplate things a little more um, so like these relationships form and can go deep very quickly and we can be in places where some of these students are thinking about things they haven't been encouraged or directed to think about in a while so for me, one of the biggest impactful things this trip being my second time was just to see how God has continued the work throughout an entire year. Like I just think of students who uh, were at one spot in their walk with the Lord. I can think of several, to be honest, um, at the end of last year when we left and it's like, okay, awesome. Like 
don't know how that's going to turn out, if I'll be back, if I'll see him again, and now seeing them again and uh, seeing that God has made such a difference um, in their lives, even though we have been gone for nearly the whole year. And that serves like a, a twofold purpose, right? Which kind of is the same purpose. One, understanding how big God is, um, that even when we are not necessarily at work, he is, he never stops. And kind of just seeing that play out like on a personal level too, that like, even if we spiritually might like see things one way to know that like God sees us as he sees his son who lives in us and to know that, um, he, he can accomplish infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Just like it is recorded in the Bible, Ephesians three twenty. So go check that out. Um, but also just the encouragement of that he uses the local church to accomplish these awesome, amazing purposes. Um, seeing that like the leaders have been investing a year's work of ministry and it's been in many ways joyful in some ways hard um, and being deeply encouraged by that and being able to come alongside them and just point out like, hey, look at all these victories here. Look at what God has been doing. And in that sense, be an encouragement to them of just pointing out like, hey, the work you are doing matters and it's really Christ working in you and it's, it's a beautiful thing to watch. So that's probably the biggest thing. Um, and just being in situations where I can just see God work on like a, a personal level where like I might have nothing to give knowing that God is the one who understands all of our weaknesses, all of our sin struggles. Jesus was the only one who's been tempted in every way, but yet has never sinned and has found a way out of it. So like talking with guys about deep struggles and things and thinking to myself, what do I have to say? What do I have to give? But knowing I don't have to worry in those situations, but I can know that, okay, the God that I serve, God who lives in me has been there and he knows exactly how to get out of it. In fact, Jesus defeated sin once and for all. And my job is not to give them my answer. It's to point them to Christ. Um, and that's just been so impactful to me personally, and, and I hope also to those we got to talk and hang out with. So it's like the tip of the iceberg, I would say. Um, not sure if you want to turn that one back on yourself. Uh, and as days unfold, I'm sure there will be more answers, but I would say those are the, the two big things. I'd sum it up with Ephesians 3.20, so go check that one out. It's a good verse. Yeah, I definitely will turn this one back around on myself. Um, for me, this the most impactful thing this mission trip has really been just realizing that God is bigger. Um, if I had to sum it all up, that would be it. God is bigger. Um, and much like you were saying, Aiden, um, God is beyond any one trip that I may be part of, um, any one conversation I may have. Um, and, and my job is just to be faithful in the small part that he has for me to play. Um, and any, any failing I may have, any success I may have, he will use it for his glory. And just seeing how he's done that over the past year and the past times that I've been here, just seeing the change in different students and the change in people's hearts. And um, it's, it's huge to see. Um, and just realizing that it's all to his glory. Um, and so this trip, I've just been blown away by how amazing God is through all of this and just like seeing the work he does beyond me, beyond you, Aiden, beyond any, any of us on our team. And like, 
I'm, I'm sitting here now just thinking, wow, God, you are so amazing. Um, it's, it's been really, really impactful just seeing how big God is. We, we sing God is bigger, um, as children, but it's so true. God is bigger than anything and everything that we could ever do, be, see, think, or hear. Um, and we should give him the glory for that. So, um, tell me in a, in a brief, brief top level way, and what's one story that you'd like our um, listeners to hear? One, one short story. Oh man. Uh, there's a lot, there's a lot to choose from. Uh, I think uh, one thing I, I guess I would like to speak to, this maybe isn't directly related to our, our trip, but in a lot of ways it is, um, the unity of our leadership team. Um, first off, coming into training beforehand, it's really beautiful to see how there are so many other sending churches that have teams training for an English camp the same time we're doing it. I think at training right before our camp, we had about nine churches represented from across the USA, one team even from Northern Ireland. Um, those guys were amazing. Um, and it's, it's very cool just to see like the common goal of just making Jesus's name known, making much of him coming to just pour ourselves out for the gospel. Um, and, and knowing that like each person in that room has a story of how they've been changed by Christ. And it's beautiful to see that Jesus who is at work in, in all of us and all those people is now using our story to change others. And I think of that even in terms of our own small camp team of us from Arizona, another USA team from Nevada, um, shout out life point church, uh, and, and our friends in Chesky Teshin as well. Um, just from all over the world, all different kinds of walks of life, stories, the people who came to know God recently, people who came to know God at a young age, um, old age, um, just seeing that Christ is the one who unifies us all together. It's a really cool picture. Um, it's, it just magnifies what we've been saying that like God is so big. Um, and I guess one specific story is we had a couple team members early in camp, um, who were actually had some illness, had some injuries and went to the hospital one night and it was really rough um, for a lot of us. And to be honest, for much of the day, I wasn't even aware um, of what all was going on. I heard things, but uh, when you're at camp, you're just so invested in the moment. It's, it's hard to stay up to date with everything else that's happening. Um, but it was just really cool to see like people from around the world were like praying for this simple need um, and even just praying together. Like it was just very a cool moment um and cool to see that god provided and answered that but like we have full confidence that like even if he didn't we still have the joy that that is incomparable to anything else this world has to offer but it was it was very cool just to see believers coming together to pray for things um in addition to that need of our team just even before that praying for camp praying for the students praying for them even beyond and and the nation of Czech Republic and the USA as a whole, it's, it's been cool to have it be a two-way street where we are learning from this Czech church, we're learning from Nevada, and, and they're learning from us. And through all of it, it's Jesus is the center of it. He's the one who holds all things together, and especially the church together, um, just to know like 
we can come together for one goal, even without knowing each other super well, and it just be such a cool, smooth experience. So that probably is my story. Uh, probably not very short, and uh, yeah. So for me to to pick a story is is really hard. Um, there's so many different experiences and um, things to talk about that we could easily take up an entire hour just going over the different things that God has done. Um, but I think that the most like impactful or biggest thing was just maybe a, a story about stories um, in, in the fact that um, on Wednesday night of our camp, so midway through the camp, um, we had an activity called Labyrinth where we presented the gospel to the students and they, they had the opportunity to make choices um, for Jesus um, through that. And uh, as we prepared for Labyrinth, I definitely was thinking about how things went last year and just how unprepared I was in that moment and wondering, God, what are you going to do with this night? What is this going to be? And so as, as we continued to uh, go through Labyrinth, um, just seeing all the different stories, all the different um, things that God did through that night um, was really, really incredible. Um, so just not just my team, um, not just in my, my small group, but in each and every one of the groups and realizing that outside of myself, um, God was working um, in each person. And it was just story after story after story of just God working in different people's hearts in different ways. And it just didn't stop. It was really incredible. So with that, I think we're going to close out this episode. Um, thank you so much for listening. And we hope to hear you soon.